the great Buzz Rothfield. Morning, Buzz. Yeah, good morning, guys. Did How you, ha- you? Did you happen to hear the interview with Gary, Gary Beers? Mate, can I be honest? I didn't, but I will download the uh, podcast. You'll have well, to, Buzz. I want to play you mm. this, Buzz, because he is in LA and he watches the, mm. the uh, watches shows. Watches you, Buzz. Yeah. And he mentioned your name. I did he? And I go. said, do you think Buzz has got rock star looks? And this is what he said, Phil. Uh-huh. Gary, do you think Buzz has got rock star looks? I mean, you'd know. Oh, be careful with this one, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he was quite a looker in his day. He's certainly got a rock star attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon, Buzz? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm glad he watches the show. There you go, all the way from LA, Buzz. Yeah, listen, Bulldog, I wouldn't be trying to get people to bang my head. <laughs> mate, that's, that's music royalty talking about you. You must be, you must be flattered, Phil. Yeah, mate, I really am. That's mm. unbelievable, isn't it? Have you got a favourite In Excess song, Buzz? Oh, same as you. Was it you or was it lovely Tanya Don't Change, I reckon? Yeah, Tanya. That's, that's my third favourite. Yeah. I've got Listen Like Thieves and Shine Like It Does, my top two. Then isn't Don't that Change. a great, though? Uh, I'll have to go back and listen to that. Um, it was extraordinary, yeah. Buzz. He's, he watches the NRL. He's up to speed. He, he um, gave a summation of what could happen in the finals. He's a manly tragic. And he took us down a memory lane when Manly were in the 70s when he was sitting on the hill with his father at Brookie and watching yeah, Bozo right. at his best. It was just – it was fantastic. Isn't that great, eh? Mm. It'd be a good story, dog, to do all the sort of superstars and singers and – just everyone who follows rugby league, mm. you know. Can you keep those good story ideas off air, Buzz? <laughs> Sorry? Can you keep those good story ideas when we're off air? Oh, yeah. Well, look at the PMs who even follow rugby league. Your man, Albo, um, you know, Mad House Man, and I was at Cronulla last night in the uh, Steve Moses box, and the great Scamo was there. Scamo was there, yeah. yeah. John Howard, yeah. Mad Dragons fan. He was, yeah. Mm. Sorry, mate, Johnny John Howard. John Howard, Tony Abbott, Manly Man. Bulldog. Mm. Hey, Buzz, you... about politicians, mm. guys. What a weekend, eh? Oh, yeah. What about your column today, Buzz? And I think you're on the page one of the Sunday telly. You mm. might have chatted to the father of Victor Radley, Buzz. Tell us about the interview and what he said. Yeah, well, how horrible was that incident? Mm. How scary was it? Mm. Um, Victor put his head in the wrong place in the tackle and got knocked unconscious and was horrible, horrible sight on TV of him lying on the ground convulsing. Um, but they put him on a medicab. They uh, they handled it very, very professionally. And as soon as he got to the sheds, he was sitting up again. And the great Cathy King, uh, the Roosters official, rang Nigel Radley and said, look, your boy's OK, which was a huge relief for everyone. But Nigel says, look, it's part of the game. If you want to play rugby league, um, you know, you've got to expect the odd head knock. He wants him to sit out next weekend against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. This will, of course, depend on independent medical advice because he's got... um, um, But, look, I I think he will be rested from the game. There's no point. There's nothing really hanging on that result apart from bragging rights. I did love what Nigel Radley's dad said at the end of the story. The, the end um, that games like that will bring the crowd crowds back and that's what the fans want to see the two sides it was like a fourth oh, origin match it's fantastic yeah. yeah look having said that I think there were a few nasty incidents mm. particularly Nelson Asoka Solomona and I thought Cameron Munster was a shocking cheap shot on yep. Sam Walker yep and 
this Nelson was so Solomona. Seriously, he got pulled up for the elbow to Joseph Suwali. That's what he got the three thousand dollar fine from. He also need Gary Manu in the head. Mm. And you know what? I like it as tough as but I don't like cheap shots. And I think the fact that he continues to come up with these cheap shots is a result of a very, very soft match review and judiciary system. This same player knocked the teeth out of a couple of teeth from Wade Egan. Remember early in the year? Doc? I certainly do. Yeah. Mm. No action. No action. He's certainly getting a rap sheet, Nelson. And he's a big boy, Bars. He's, 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 he's robust. He's got some footwork. He's a giant, but it's just a little mm. a bit I of stuff like grouping into his shot. game that's just unsavoury and unnecessary. Oh, social media was in meltdown on Friday night over his behaviour. And 100%. Cameron Munster should know better too than to do that. And Okay, get some, why'd you get a warning letter? Oh. Why didn't he get a... A charge, mm. dangerous contact. He elbowed the kid in the head. But before, before we go into your column, Shane yeah. from Butterham has texted in. He says, I agree that Buzz does have rock star looks, a lot like oh. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, right. That's very kind of him. <laughs> very good. Very good. It's been funny. Hey, Buzz, as Dino said, plenty to talk about in your column today in the Sunday Telegraph as well. And there seems to be um, some momentum gathering behind RCG getting into the World Cup squad. Yeah, good story, this one. Um, because I can't believe Freddie Fittler dropped him from the New South Wales State of Origin side this year, particularly and it was proven right. We lost the series. Um, there were rumours around at the time that he didn't have the tightest relationship with Penrith Panthers players, and that's why he was left out of the side. And um, Greg Alexander and Freddie Fittler went for Jordan McLean and Jacob Siafiti ahead of him, which I found pretty outrageous, um, because I think Campbell Gillard's been in great form all along. Mal said he doesn't care about the rumour mills. So the rumour mill, there'll be Penrith players on tour, Nathan Cleary, Appy Coruscant and Isaiah Yeo. But he wants to pick the best players. He had Campbell Gillard in 2017 and said he's a good team player, good fella. And um, I'm very worried, actually, about the Australian front rowers at the World Cup. You look at Barura Hargreaves, Tarpany, Fisher-Harris, the South Solomon, mm. the Kiwis. Mm. Probably, what, nearly the four best props in the game. But Mal says he's OK. He's got plenty. And, and Campbell Gillard will be part of that squad. So uh, I think we're going to have our hands full of England guys against the Kiwis. Mm. Buzz, what's the story uh, with Dylan Walker? You've got a piece in your column this morning saying that he'll be denied the chance to play for the Kiwis. Yeah, dog. how many international rule changes have there been in the last 10 years? Can't keep up. You, Can't keep up. You, you can't keep up with, mm. you know, these qualification rules. So anyway, as a 19-year-old kid emerging at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Bob Fulton picked him to play for Australia way back in 2014 at the Four Nations Tournament. So I said he was a teenager and he proudly wore the Australian jersey. He then did um, took a deeper look into his own heritage. His dad's a Kiwi of, of Maori heritage. So he very proudly represented the New Zealand Maoris and the All-Stars for three years. He says 
he became a better person from learning about their culture and it was a sort of self-healing exercise for him. And now he wants to play for New Zealand. Now, dog, I've got time to go through all the other players who have been allowed to change their country of choice in recent years, yet there was this old rule that you can't go from one tier one to another tier one. I think they need to have a look at this and they've invited the New Zealand Rugby League to appeal the decision because I'd like to see Dylan Walker wear that jersey for his dad if he's good enough to make the side. It was a long time ago, uh, wasn't it, Buzz? Yeah, it was a long time ago, dog, and he was a teenager. Correct. And and he's he's another one of these players I really admire in rugby league who had a long rap sheet and did some really, really regrettable things and faced court off the field. And I don't want to go through it. Mm. But I think he has emerged as a better person from his experiences of, of delving into his Maori culture and honouring his dad and his family heritage in this manner. And yeah, I'd like to see him wear that Kiwi jersey. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, Buzz, it's been a long season for Dragons fans and um, rumour mill won't go away, as you've hinted at in your column today, about player discontent. Yeah. Um, look, this, this one's been touched on a couple of times and probably deserves a deeper dive into what's happening at uh, St. Illawarra at the moment and another failed premiership campaign. I wrote a column earlier in the year that St George were like the reject shop. They uh, just pick up players uh, on the cheap, not wanted other clubs who contribute to their salaries. And <clears throat> I don't want to bag Anthony Griffin. I think he's a really, really good fella, but he is very close to uh, a lot of the older boys there, like Ben Hunt and McCulloch, the hooker, and a few of the other players aren't happy. I've mentioned the names of Jaden Sewer. Um, and Blake Laurie. Um, I spoke to Jaden Sewer's agent because I was told um, that he had asked for release, that he's not happy playing there and uh, wants to go elsewhere. This was denied by the St George camp, but it will not go away. And I'll be closely watching their performance against the West Tigers this afternoon. Um, um, look, clubs that keep loose, it's like Manly, isn't it? They're not happy either. And there's some George players that aren't happy. But I'll be watching this one closely over the next few weeks when they go on their early Mad Monday. Buzz, right here, right now, at 9.57 on Sunday morning, who do you think will play in the grand final? Oh, wow. Thanks for the warning, Pup. That's right. Um, (laughs) I think Penrith will be there. Yep. And I think Eastern Suburbs Roosters will be there. Okay. Mm. Um, and they were the grand. Oh, I had the Roosters winning the comp at the beginning of the year, and I thought ten weeks ago I was wrong again, and uh, I, I gave them no hope at all. But they're a super impressive side. They've got um, they've got spark, they've got energy, they've got power. What about Big Hargreaves up the front? Mm. Me and Minder. What about Lodge? He's almost becoming by the year buzz. Eighty grand, dog. Mm. 80, Unbelievable. You know what I mentioned the other day when we were talking about the front row shortage for the Kangaroos? If the Roosters go deep into the finals, I think he's an outside hope of playing for Mal Meninga at the World Cup. Mm. He was Channel 9 Man of the Match on Friday night against Storm in the most brutal game of the year. and He's been a sensational bite. The other kid, I'm 
absolutely kid I'm absolutely is Sam Walker. Mm. Everyone's saying he's too small, he's not tough enough, he can't tackle. He won the game for them with his Cu- defense. A couple of try-saving tackles on the line, weren't they, Buzz? He was what about fantastic. The one that Kenny yeah, he was fantastic. So, and he's half his body weight almost. It was yeah. an extraordinary tackle. Fantastic. Your Sharkies, though, Buzz? Yeah, the Sharkies. Um, I said on TV the other night. Once you get to the finals, teams like the Cowboys and the Sharks, you've got to go another gear. You, mm. I'm not sure if that gear's there. Having and and they, they geez, that was an ordinary game last night. Mm. I had to sit. It, it was a shocking game of football, mm. the skill level. But Cronulla do turn up and play much better against the good sides, and they wouldn't be running out right second if they weren't a puncher's chance of going all the way. So I'm not writing them off, but you ask me who I think, and mm. I, I think it'll be East and. Um, but before we get your tips on today's two games, cricket is back. Australia taking on Zimbabwe in Townsville in the first of three ODIs this morning. I oh, didn't mention that England did win overnight um, by an innings and 85 runs, bowling out South Africa for 179, the second dig. That series now tied at one all going into the third and final test. But you've mentioned Steve Waugh, one of the true legends of Australian cricket in your column this morning, and he was in a car accident, Buzz. Yeah, and you know what? He had to go to hospital afterwards. It was three-car prank, but you know the reason he had to go to hospital? Remember the collision with Jason Gillespie in India, wasn't yeah. it, 1999? I can never forget that, and, yeah. And he suffered that awful break, a broken nose, and needed a little reconstruction surgery at the time. Well, anyway, the bloody the damn airbag's gone off in his face in the car accident, and there was a concern that might have, you know, caused drama to the old injury. Mm. But you know how tough he is. Yeah. He, he's he's a, he's a bloke who could play NRL. Melbourne Storm Roosters. He's that tough. Mm. But anyway, he had a brief hospital visit. They checked him out. He's okay, and he was back at work the next day. That's Steve Wall. That's Steve Wall. Hey, Buzz, I, w- I want to get your thoughts on a couple of huge games next weekend as well. But just quickly today, the Tigers take on the Dragons. That's the 2 o'clock game. Tigers 3.30 head-to-head. The Dragons $1.34. Gee, they're short. Then the 4.05 game, Gold Coast versus Newcastle. The odds are head-to-head. Gold Coast $1.47. The Knights at two seventy. How do you see these two games, Buzz? Well, I must say it's hardly a Sunday, isn't it, mm. dog? Mm. Uh, I agree. Look, I thought, dear, oh, dear. Are you covering one of these games, Dean? I certainly hope not. <laughs> oh, okay. Look, you expect the Dragons to win, don't you? You hope so. Yeah. You expect them to win. I spoke about Jaden Sewell's his 100th game. Look, they should. the West Tigers are horrible at the moment. And they need their new troops to arrive next year, and poor old Brett Kamali, so the Dragons should win that one, although there's a rough hope of an upset. And, look, I think the Titans are a better side than the Knights mm. at home, and Stadium on the beautiful Gold Coast. So I think they'll get the brush. Exactly. And just quickly, Buzz, the top eight, we've only got one position effectively decided at the moment. That's Penrith with the minor premiership because two to eight is will be determined by next week's games. Just quickly, Buzz, Parramatta, Melbourne, Thursday night. Who gets a double chance? I, I think Melbourne will beat them, mate. I, okay. th- I do. Yep. I, I saw enough there the other night um, to think that they're, they're just a class above 
Parra and most of their rivals. Fair enough. Roosters versus South in that huge game at Alliance on Friday night? Oh, this one's really hard to predict because there's nothing really hanging on it and they'll rest their players for the following week. Mm-hmm. But because it's at home, I'll tip the Roosters, but I expect both clubs to be resting a few of their players, despite the fact that it's the stadium open and an enormous game. Yep, and Cowboys versus Panthers in Townsville on Saturday night? This is interesting, because I expect Penrith will rest players, do you guys? Yeah, yeah 100%. That's, that's the tip. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll tip the Cowboys at home, because they've still got the live chance if um, if Cronulla can't beat Newcastle on um, Old Boys Day. Mm. Uh, which is always hard in Newcastle. The Cowboys still hope, so I'll tip the Cowboys up there. Fair enough. And there's two more really important games next weekend. The Dragons take on Brisbane. Um, who wins that one, Buzz? Because the Raiders are now into the eight after their huge win over Manly yesterday, 48-6. Well, this time of the year, Ray, I look at teams that have to win and uh, have more purpose and more reason to win, so I'll tip the Broncos there. And you'll tip the Raiders to knock off the Tigers next week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. yeah they will. Look, you know Ricky Stewart cops a bit on mm. social media. Um, you know, and they, everyone gets in the media, you never bag Ricky and all this stuff. They were gone after about 10, 12 rounds this year. They were dead set gone. Yeah. yeah. And the comeback has been outstanding coaching. It really has to keep that side rock solid through difficult times. And everyone's saying they'll make the eight just to make up the numbers, but I tell you what, I would want to play in week one the way they're playing football right now with those two big front rowers um, leading the way, Papali. Mm. Um, I've had a brain fade here. Joe Tarpany. Yeah. Talking about Joe Tarpany. Yeah, he's yeah. playing brilliantly, Buzz. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, there you go. Hey, Buzz, we'll talk finals next week. It's going to be a fascinating, fascinating yeah, good month of September. Dog. Good on you, Buzz. Enjoy Don't today. Don't lose those rock we'll star looks. Week. I'm going to go and listen to your podcast, man. You're going to sing us a song, Buzz? <laughs> Sorry? Can you sing us an In Excess song before you go? No, I can't, do. <laughs> all right. Keep <laughs> those rock star looks, all right? Good on you. Go on, you, Buzz. Thanks so much.